y'all, welcome to Egyptamia, another episode of Ancient Civilizations with Colby Durham. I am reporting to you from little old town of Sacramento. Today, we are going to learn about Mesopotamia and Egypt. Stay tuned because one of the most fascinating topics of today is Mesopotamia and Egypt religion. Ooh, I'm so excited. It is important that we cover this topic today because Mesopotamia and Egypt were the first ever civilizations in the entire world, and their beliefs and structures helped build ours. As historians, understanding the relationship between religion, social, and political structures in Mesopotamia and Egypt is very important because it is a huge part of human history. Their polytheistic religion that means they believed in multiple gods, were similar, and they motivated people to follow the rules to please the gods. The gods gave the king or pharaoh lots of power, and the people followed the rules of the king or pharaoh because they believed that they were following the rules of the gods. The closer you were to the gods, the higher you were on the social scale in both Mesopotamia and Egypt. Let's talk about Mesopotamia first. Its polytheistic religion was the most important part of its civilization because without it, no one would listen to or obey the king, kings in their political stances. There were surprisingly many kings because there were many city-states and each one had their own government, including a king. There were as many as 12 major city-states and lots of other little ones, and each city-state had its own main god that they praised. The Sumerians believed that their many gods cho chose their kings, and knowing that, they thought listening to their kings was really just listening to their gods. Without his power, the king wouldn't be able to make sure all the right offerings were made, make sure all of the irrigation systems were in check, and make sure all the gods' temples were in super-duper looper good repair. Speaking of these gods' temples, what really were they? Well, these temple things were called ziggurats. They were big temple buildings that the priests used to worship the gods in. And each city-state praised its main god by building a ziggurat for them. If you have ever been to West Sacramento by the Sacramento River, you might have seen a ziggurat-looking thing, but didn't even know it. It is a tan office building that is widest for at the bottom and gets smaller and smaller as it goes up. The floors are like stairs when you look at it from the outside. Okay, okay, back on track. Only the priests and kings could go in the ziggurat in Mesopotamia, which gave them a very high ranking on the social ziggurat. <laughs> Get it? Like the social pyramid? Now it's not funny anymore because I had to explain it. Moving forward with the social structure, the closer you were to the gods, the higher you were on the social scale in Mesopotamia, because all the different structures were based around religion, and the gods were basically the religion. So if the social structure was connected to the gods, then the closer you were to the gods, the higher you were on the social pyramid, or the higher on the social pyramid you were. That means the king is the highest because he was chosen by the gods, and next down the ladder were the priests because they served the gods. The warriors were are, were next because they fought for the king who served the gods, and so on. Sumerians had different places they got to live and different amounts of money they got paid depending on the different job they had.
The only way someone could move up in the social pyramid was by saving money to send their child to school to become a scribe for the government, which was almost equal to status of a warrior. Even though religion was the most important structure in Mesopotamia, all of the structures were what made up Mesopotamia. Now it's time for Egypt. Just like Mesopotamia, Egypt was based around its religion. Egypt didn't have city-states like Mesopotamia, though. All of Egypt was ruled by the one pharaoh. The pharaoh is what they called the king. The pharaohs also got their power from the gods, but not because they were chosen by the gods, but because they were believed to be gods. That makes the pharaoh the political and religious leader. And with that said, everyone obeyed everything the pharaoh said. Literally, they could do whatever they wanted with all of Egypt. So it was unlike the USA's government because the USA is a democracy. So we have, uh, so we as citizens get to vote on different things to, so everything is fair. Egypt was a theocracy. And part of being a theocracy is whatever religion the pharaoh was, all of the people had to be that religion. In the USA, it doesn't matter what religion the president is. The citizens can have whatever religion they want. In fact, the pharaoh was so powerful that uh, the Egypt Egyptians believed that the pharaoh even ruled after death. When the pharaoh or any upper class um, people died, they were usually mummified. Mummifying someone is a way to preserve a body. They mummified a body by taking out all of the organs except the heart. When the body, then the body was filled with different spices. Then it was, it stayed in a special salt for 70 days so it wouldn't rot. Next, they stuffed it with sawdust and linen to bring it back to shape. And they added fake features like hair and eyes. Lastly, it was wrapped in linen bandages and put in a, bo a wooden box or stone sarcophagus. They did this process so the dead Egyptians had a home as they tried to reach the afterlife into the next life to achieve immortality. Usually only the higher class people could afford to be mummified because it was a very expensive process. Speaking about different classes, let's start talking about the social structure. The Egyptian social structure, structure was pretty similar to Mesopotamia's. Just like in Mesopotamia, the closer you were to the gods, the higher you were on the social structure. And just like in Mesopotamia, the pharaoh slash king was at the top of the social structure. Some things the pharaoh had to do to keep his top spot was make laws, direct the army, keep peace, and take on the challenge of directing the Nile flood each year. As you can now see, there are lots of different structures that come together to make Egypt. Well, that concludes Egyptamia, today's episode of Ancient Civilizations. My name is Colby Durham, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Hopefully, you have learned something new about Mesopotamia and Egypt. I hope you have a great day. Bye!